Good afternoon, guys. Welcome back to my podcast, Cincy All Day. I'm your host, Braden Baker, and today we're going to be talking about the post game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Dallas Cowboys. Well, let's just get right into it. It was horrific, absolutely horrific. Was not fun to watch at all. We looked sloppy inconsistent, and just overall not a good football team, which is not what we're used to based off the season we just had. Um, It was very, very frustrating for me to watch, to be honest. I have been a Bengals fan for the longest time, and it hurts. I'll just be honest, it hurts. It hurts to see a team that you love so much, support so much, and, you know, have supported, well, basically, I just said it, supported for so long. It's just, it's really aggravating, it's overwhelming, it's stressful, and it's not the start that we were expecting to the season. Now, I myself had very, very high expectations for this team going into the season, as I should, and as all of you should as well. Um, Just came off a Super Bowl loss. Yes, we made it to the Super Bowl, so you have to have high expectations for this team going into the next season. And... It's safe to say they have not met those expectations. And it's very, very, very disappointing. Um, And it hurts. It hurts a lot. Uh, Me being a huge fan of this team for so long, since I was a little kid, it hurts. And I still expect a lot of this team regardless of our 0-2 start just because of the talent we have on this roster. I mean, let's be honest here. Our past teams have never had this much talent on both sides of the bowl. And I know some of you might say different, and that's okay. You're entitled to your own opinion. But this is in my opinion. We've never had this much talent on our roster. And It's just not showing. We're not gelling together like I hoped we would. And it's just, it's painful to watch. The offense is not clicking like I expected them to. Um, I did not expect the offense to be pitch perfect right away. Obviously, because we have a completely built new O-line. But at the same time, I'm tired of the excuses. I am. I'm tired of the excuses. Of I'm tired of hearing people say, oh, well, they've faced two of the best pass rushers in their first two games. Okay, I get it. But to an extent, we went out and got these O-linemen because we thought they were the best at what they do. And we paid them the money we thought they deserved. So we expect them to play at that high level that we thought they were capable of. 
but they're not. That's the thing. They're not. They're not meshing together like we were hoping they would. And yeah, it's early in the season, and I'm not trying to talk down on this offensive line because I'm going to root for them no matter what. Even if we go 0-16, I'm still going to root for this team because I'm a loyal fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. But at the same time, you go out and get these guys that you thought were top at their position, and they're not performing like it. Something has got to change. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm sick of seeing people blame Joe Burrow for this offense's poor performance. It is not Joe Burrow's fault. And I'm sorry if some of you all have a different opinion. But your opinion's probably wrong if you're going against Joe Burrow and saying it's his fault. There's not much you can do in the pocket if you have two seconds or less to get the ball off. Please tell me how that's the quarterback's fault for having that lack of timing in the pocket. It all starts with that offensive line and how much time they give him. If they give him the time that he deserves, he's the best quarterback in the league. I strongly believe that still, despite our start to the season. He has the weapons on the outside. He has the talent. It's just the offensive line that's not giving him the time. And I've talked about the offensive line a lot, but there, trust me, there is a lot of other things that I'm going to talk about that's happened in this season so far and that I saw in this game specifically against the Dallas Cowboys. The offensive line was the main problem on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and the play calling. The, the play calling was just absolutely horrible. I mean, I get it. Joe Mixon is a good running back. Or is he? Because he's not showing it. I get some of you all think he's top five in the league. And I'm not talking down on Joe Mixon. I love Joe Mixon. I am a huge fan of Joe Mixon. But he is not showing how good he really is. And that may be the O-line's problem for not giving him the holes that he needs to run through. But at the same time, something's got to give. Something is wrong and it needs to be fixed. And it comes down to the play calling and or should I say lack of good play calling I I truly truly do not understand how you can have Jamar Chase T Higgins and Tyler Boyd as your receiving core and think oh let's throw it to Joe Mixon Let's throw it to Samaj P. Ryan. Are you kidding me? I mean, if that's the game plan and that's the, the play calls, why is Jamar T. and Tyler Boyd even on the field at that point? 
What, what's the point of them being out there if they're not going to get the targets that they deserve? Honestly. If that's the offensive play style we're going to run, take them off the damn field. They serve no purpose being out there on the field if you're not going to throw to them. Now, I know Burrow's not getting the time in the pocket he needs to throw to them. Run some slants. Run some, you know, across routes that are quick. Because if he's getting two seconds or less in the pocket, run those plays. Obviously, yes, we do need to throw it more deep. We need to attack more in the play action. But if Burrow isn't giving the time that he deserves then we need to come up with something. The slant routes, the drags. I mean, just just something quick. And when I think of those, I think of Tyler Boyd. A slant route to Tyler Boyd is perfect. A slant route to Jamar Chase, perfect. And you know when Jamar Chase gets the ball, he's going to make a play. I saw him do it last night against the Cowboys. I saw him do it against the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one. Every time he catches the ball, you know he's going to get some yardage. At least 10 yards plus after the catch is what I've seen from Jamar Chase. When he gets the ball, I might add. I I just genuinely don't understand what is going through the coaching staff's head these play calls. And I'm talking about Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor, I've seen him get so much hate after this game against the Cowboys. And rightfully so. Because just awful, awful play calling, awful coaching, just stupid, stupid decisions um, that lost us the game, honestly. You can blame it on some players, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the coaching. And the play calling. Why on earth would you punt it away in the fourth quarter where it's a win-now situation on fourth and two? Fourth and two, and you're on the complete other side of the field, not close to your end zone. So you know when you punt it away, it's not going to go far enough to keep them from getting down the field. And it didn't. The punt did not go far enough because Cooper Rush and that Dallas Cowboys offense came out and worked their way right down to the end zone, or should I say enough for field goal range, to win the damn game. And they did. They did. That's exactly what they did. And it's because of a stupid decision to punt the ball on fourth and two You're telling me with all the offensive weapons we have that on fourth and two, we can't get two damn yards. That is an absolute joke. And I've never been so aggravated in my life over a football game. But it's ridiculous. I have never been so pissed off in my entire life. And it's honestly... Stressed me out. It's got me overwhelmed. Because I know we're better than how we're playing. 
I truly believe that. But we are not showing it. And I don't know what the problem is, but it needs to be fixed. And it needs to be fixed fast. Or we're going to be lucky to make the playoffs this year. If we continue to play the way we are, we'll be lucky to win six or seven games. And we already have a tough schedule. And we should be 2-0 and right now. We've lost both games by a field goal playing our shittiest ball. So it's just ridiculous. The Cowboys are worse than the Steelers. And we just got completely embarrassed. Now, I'm not going to just dog on the offense the entire time. Even though their side was way worse than the defensive side of the ball. But... They have got to get it together. That offensive line needs to get it together. The coaching staff needs to get it together. That play calling needs to improve. And Some of you may think I don't know what I'm talking about, and that's fine. You can have your own opinion. But I know what I'm talking about. I watch every single game. I watch every little thing. I watch everything. Every single play. And I'm going based off what I see. And it's pretty damn obvious that offensive line needs work. Specifically, the tackle positions. Jonah Williams and Lyle Collins played awful. Absolutely awful. And you can say Micah Parsons is one of the best in the league. That's okay. But this newly improved O-line, I don't even know if I can say improved. This new O-line is supposed to be one of the best. And they're not. And I'm tired of the excuses saying, well, they've never played any snaps together until... Now, well, maybe they should have played some snaps together in the preseason. And they could have figured out real quick what needs to be fixed. And what needs to be improved on. Because what they're doing now is not working. Joe Burrow is a great quarterback if you give him the time that he needs. But if we continue to play the way we are now... Joe Burrow's not going to be our quarterback for much longer. And I'm not talking about because he'll leave. I'm talking about because his career will end from getting hurt if this O-line does not protect him. 13 sacks in two games? That is absolutely ridiculous. He is on pace to get sacked 100 times this season. Maybe more. That's worse than last year. And we all saw how bad our O-line was last year. So it's very, very frustrating we went out and got these guys thinking that it would be a huge improvement. When it hasn't been, it's not showed at all. Something needs to change. I don't know if it's the play style, the coaching. I don't know what it is. But it has got to change. I'm not saying that we need to hit the panic button just yet. 
although it's a terrible start to the season, being 0-2 is not fun. But I think we can all agree we can hit the panic button if we go into New York against the Jets next week and play like we have been and lose the game. Because it's very possible at this point. Because we're not playing good. We're not playing good ball. We're not living up to the expectations that, you know, everyone expects of this team. We need to fix it. I am so sick already of watching us lose. 0-2 is completely unacceptable from this team knowing how much talent they have on this roster and how much potential they have on this roster. It's just, it's a few things that if they could be fixed, we would be perfectly fine. And the three things I think of the most are the O-line, the play calling, and the inconsistency of this defense. And I'm ruling out the first game against the Steelers because the defense played great, and that's what kept us in that game. But this game against the Cowboys, the defense was absolutely awful. They struggled the whole first half. They let the Cowboys drive right down the very first possession and score a touchdown with a backup quarterback in Cooper Rush. Who I can honestly say now, Impressed me to tear this defense of ours apart. It's very, very shocking. And just absolutely disappointing, honestly. It's it's disappointing that we lost when we should have won yet again. Lost by a field goal, of all things. And it's even more disappointing... Although we punted it on 4th and 2 that put them in perfect field position, it's the fact that our defense could not hold them enough to keep them out of field goal range from winning the game. It's very aggravating. Our pass rushing needs to improve. That defensive line of ours is just too good. To not get any pressures. To not get any sacks. Just everything. Our secondary looked absolutely awful. Eli Apple looked awful. Jesse Bates. Oh my gosh. Jesse Bates looked absolutely terrible. And the fact that he was asking for the amount of money that he was after playing like that. He's not going to be getting that type of money playing like that. And in my personal opinion, he does not even deserve what the franchise tag is paying him after a performance like that. Because what I saw, he was just standing back there with his head in the clouds. And what bothers me more about our defense, why on earth is our secondary standing there watching the receivers catch the ball and then going after them. Why are you not stuck like glue on them 
and contesting the pass. Why, why are we not right on them like we should be? Why are we standing back five yards or more and letting them catch the ball and then going after them? We watch them catch the ball, come down with it, run for some yards, and then go after them. That's what we do. We stand there and watch them and wait for them to catch the ball, and then we go after them. We don't, we're not covering them. I don't understand. It's aggravating, and honestly, it pisses me off. Because I absolutely love this team. I love the Cincinnati Bengals. And to see them play the way they are is frustrating. I'm not hitting the panic button just yet, as none of you should either. But I think it's time to consider that maybe we're a little in over our heads if we don't get certain things together. So you got to hope going into week three against the New York Jets that we'll come out with a win. Because if not, it is 100% time to hit the panic button. And... I understand the New York Jets just beat the Cleveland Browns, but that's the Browns. But we're better than the Browns. We have a much more talented roster than the Browns. So I will say it right now, we should have no problem getting a win against the New York Jets. Just so, so many more things I could say. But I'm going to hold it all in and just hope and pray that we come out this next week against the New York Jets and play the way we should. Because if we don't and we continue to play the way we are right now, we are not going to make it far this season like all of us fans expect them to. It just won't happen unless we correct the things that need to be corrected. So on that note, I'm going to sign off. If you all are interested in my podcast, subscribe, give it a like, give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter. My usernames are the same as my podcast, Cincy All Day, no spaces. I thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoy. And have a great day. And who day?